On this episode of the Dudes and Dads podcast, we talk with John Kaufman about mentoring young men. You're listening to the Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMont and Andy Lehman. Joel. Andy. It's good to be in the same room. Oh, we say that every time, and we really we mean it, though. Legitimately, for real. It. It's for so real. good. Uh, if you haven't noticed, it's been a little bit of a hiatus, but we're getting back at it. We're diving in. We have we have interviews scheduled. We do have interviews scheduled, which really means that we're we're bringing this show to the next level. Um, Andy, I just want to say we've started the school year. Praise the Lord! Yeah, we've, absolutely. We've gotten kids in. There's been a few tears. There's Lots. been well, and for me, this is this is a whole new thing for public school. We've yeah. not done public school. Yeah, welcome, this year. welcome so, yeah. to the jungle. Yeah, exactly. Um, Andy, we're we're just uh, we're kind of fine trying to find our groove, and I'm so glad that uh, we've get to be back here in the studio uh, talking together, and we've got a guest that we're very very excited about. And on top of that, um, we we really are looking forward to the next several episodes. We've got a good lineup ahead, so we just invite all of you to stay tuned, stay connected with us, because as always, it's going to be a fun ride. So it is. So you mentioned our guest. Uh, I did. Would you like to inter- or introduce John here? I would uh, with us today, uh, a longtime friend, a uh, shall we say a, a treasured individual. Uh, both uh, within uh, our relationships, but also uh, I would just say that he's uh, somebody that's uh, contributing to our uh, our community locally, uh, invested in a lot of things, and we're we're grateful to have him. So, John Kaufman, welcome to the show today. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yes, yes. You'll find out how good it is soon because we're just going <laughs> to riddle you with questions. Well, I say, wait and, till the pop quiz, and you'll yeah, maybe not uh, yeah, we, be saying regret. so many yeah. so many times. The interview starts off strong. People are like so glad to be here, and yeah. by the end, they're like, "I <laughs> I don't want to do this again. I, never again." Like a roller coaster that just went wrong. But uh, no, we're gonna. We think we'll finish strong. It's going to be good. Um, so today we've got John in here. Um, Really, because we want to hear his story, hear his uh, his conversation about how he's entered into a really significant mentoring uh, relationship, um, and I would say, really, a, uh, from our faith perspective, a discipling relationship um, as well. Uh, but uh, before we do that, Andy, um, I do just want um, John to kind of share with us what we like to call the dad stats. So, John, first and foremost. Tell us about your family. Tell us about, uh, and I always put guys on the spot. How long you've been married? So I really hope that you this is fresh in your fresh in your mind. He, he's he's looking strong. Okay, uh, yeah, so yeah, so tell us about your family. <laughs> tell us about uh, just tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself to us. Uh, okay, uh, married thirty one years. A beautiful nice. bride, Chris. Um, strong start. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, two young men, uh, ages twenty. Seven and twenty-nine. No, that's not as important to know those times as as the the times that you've been married, like the length you've been married. Yes. So, okay. So, so you're good. Okay. he's yeah, remembered yeah, yeah. all things and he's close. The, if you his be, sons, when his sons are like, Dad, I'm I'm at whatever, we'll that'll we'll, be we'll okay. give him that. We'll give him that. But and I think I messed that up. I think he's twenty six and twenty nine, soon to be twenty seven and twenty nine. So gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. They're later end of their twenties, though. Yes. So they're married. They're married. Both of them are married, yes. He's launched them yep. well. That's wonderful. wonderful. Women. Yes. Yes. Awesome. yes. Very thankful. And um, John, what do you what do you do for a job? 
Uh, work in the RV industry. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. I know. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. For those of our distant li- uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, we are located smack dab in Elkhart County, also known as RV capital of the world. Which in like 90% of the people somehow work in the RV somewhere industry. Yeah. Somewhere. Yes. They are connected some, somewhere or another. So, uh, so John, when uh, a few years ago, and you know, you you launched your you launched your sons uh, off into the real world. You you raised them up. You gave them you gave them a, a a sense of purpose and direction in life, and you you set them out. And now you're empty nesters. Isn't it just time for you just to sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor? You you done well. Retirement uh, is right around the corner, uh, practically speaking. Uh, if if nothing else. Um, You've invested in some some young men. Uh, why don't you just call it quits? Uh, why why not just stop right there and uh, and just call it good and pat that's, yourself on the back? Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not exactly what happened though. Um, it had been around four years ago, so they would have been. One was doing YWAM, the other one probably about finishing up college, but just a little bit of that emptiness setting in, and uh, really felt tugged to make a difference somewhere and I, my, my passion's always been kids mm-hmm. uh doesn't matter younger high school whatever but uh so i was testing the waters i've done the the church part nothing yep but i wanted to step away and do something out in the community yep. is what i was really feeling that i wanted to do so i was wrestling with that a little bit and testing a few different places. you know google it first and, yeah right, right. <laughs> you know and uh I saw Big Brothers Big Sisters, and uh, one day in the office there, uh, I had a a vendor come in, a salesman that comes in and calls, and we build a relationship and so forth. And I said something to him. I was like, "Yeah, I've been wrestling with this. Maybe doing a what do you do? You know anything about Big Brother Big Sisters?" And uh, right away, he's like, "Oh, I got a big." And I whoa, I mean, <laughs> this guy's forty some years old, mm-hmm. and he's. Uh, saying, yeah, I've, I've got a big brother. My uh, dad passed away when I was 11. Wow. And uh, my mom enrolled me into the Big bro- big Brother, Big Sister program. And we still stay in contact today. It's like, Whoa. okay, well, awesome. then. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess this is what I'm going to be signing up for. Oh, that's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's what uh, got me down the road of uh, venturing that way. So I made contact and did the, the normal... Uh, and of course, they were uh, they were ready to receive any help. Uh, typically, anytime I'll just put it out there. Any time of the year, the last four years that I've been involved, there's forty to fifty young people waiting for somebody to step up and mentor them mm, wow. within our community. So, wow. uh, didn't take long, and they were asking, you know, you can pick any age, and I was like, no, whatever, whatever leads. So, that's awesome. So, so you you went in, you did like I'm assuming an application process. And then you, they paired you up with a kid. So what's next then? Right, uh, it's 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 a process. They'll come out and they'll uh, they'll uh, interview at the home, and it's a pretty thorough process. But uh, the goal is that you would uh, stay with this uh, person, mm-hmm. young man, uh, until they graduate high school, and do an activity of some kind twice a month, every other week. So that's that's kind of where that started. Awesome. So, uh, for you, so how old was your little brother when you started here? 
He was he was seven years old. Seven wow. years old, yeah. and and I I I'm confident that you can maybe give us your you were you were considerably older than seven years old <laughs> uh, yourself. Um, did that inti- like did that intimidate you to any degree? Because I I know for for me it's like I'm okay with like my seven eight year old, and I'm sometimes okay with some other people's seven or eight year olds. But I mean, there's a there's kind mm-hmm. of a learning curve there. I would I would imagine there is a little bit. Uh, he was very kind of shy and that it didn't intimidate me. I, I was excited. I was like trying to make a difference and uh, just pour into a uh, young man. I was, I'm an outdoor person. So I know my, in my head, I'm thinking we're going hunting, we're going fishing. We're going to be doing all this stuff that guys, and he wouldn't normally have a chance to do any of that mm-hmm. stuff. So um, yeah. So how did that go? Like, was he somebody, did he take to that outdoor stuff or was he an indoor kind of kid? That's a great point, and that's where uh, God, God totally provided the right person. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> because uh, I didn't know how that would go, and uh, he absolutely loves the outdoors, yeah. For that's sure. Great. That's good. When when you think about the um, kind of the longevity, I mean, you, you, you mentioned, so you've been at this for a few years now. I mean, is it is it your hope that you would – continue on just as you just as you have been and and obviously as you've heard stories from other people like hey we still stay yeah. in touch all these years yeah. like how do you how have you thought about that yes I, I i anticipate we talk about it that this is a lifelong thing uh even if he moves away or whatever we'll be in contact in one way shape or form but it's been really uh, a great blessing uh getting together with him interesting little story uh soon i think it was the first winter we're off okay bring bring a buddy so somebody from the apartment complex comes along, a uh, young man, we're off sledding. So I said, this would be fun because mm-hmm. <laughs> besides that, I don't have to walk the hill all the time, <laughs> maybe, you know, <laughs> and they, they can ride together. But we stopped at Culver's afterwards and started talking there. And it wasn't long at all. This young man says like, yeah, I've never met my dad. He was, uh, he was in gangs and mm-hmm. was shipped off and uh, I've never met him. So I was like, whoa, now I have two. Yeah. I mean, we still do activities every now and then, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was just interesting how that happened. Yeah. That it's quite evident out there. Do you think? Do you feel like you would have ever been? I mean, apart from this Big Brothers Big Sisters experience, like you would ever have been put in a context where you'd be able to even have conversations like that? I mean, that just seems like it's a unique window that's provided to you to speak into some places that you know, like if I mean around this table, like there is a, a sphere of life that we find ourselves in. And, and sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. We don't know mm-hmm. what else is, is out there. And, and part of that's just our own kind of lack of regular experience with it. What, what kind of, what kind of world, what, what new realities maybe have you been, been presented with during this experience that have kind of maybe opened up your perspective on some things or gotten you to think about some things in a new way or differently or, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly. It, it did. Uh, without that, I wouldn't have had that avenue. And uh, being in contact with uh, some of his friends, whether we do uh, some other activities at times. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great opening. I also uh, coach high school golf, so that gives me another perspective of, uh, yeah. you know, seeing what, what the kids are in, how much it's changed, and, and just the conversations with what they deal with. Uh, through the school year is quite eye-opening and and to listen to that so you take your uh, little brother out you know every other week what are some of the activities that you do you mentioned you know you went did sledding in in culvers but what else uh, do you do with them 
Uh, as of today, he's harvested three deer. So. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> a boy. But, uh, probably the big one that we did, uh, and it was in the middle of COVID. It was just a, it was a great trip. We did a Boundary Waters trip and just got unplugged. It was just absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. You yeah. cannot beat, I do not care, you cannot beat a Boundary Waters trip. We were, I was just talking with my boys about it last night, and they said, they said, uh, Micah and Eli, they need to they go. They need to go. Uh, we which need to do. My a boys would love to do that. Yeah. So we need. Oh, to okay. That. Well, that's on the list. And I didn't know how he'd respond because he. Yeah. This is not. I mean, we've done small things, mm-hmm. but he absolutely excelled. He can't. He can't stop talking about it. That's he wants awesome. to go again. That's right. Yeah. And so. and again, up there, it's uh, there, there's outdoor activities, and then there's boundary waters yes. activities. Yes, <laughs> it is. Which right now, uh, they're they're actually they're closed down right now. The fires that are up there and hoping to open back up again, but it's like it just seems like stuff's burning everywhere right now and it's just <laughs> literally, and literally, literally and figuratively oh my uh, goodness oh my goodness um yeah so john i would i would also be just interested in in hearing from you on because you mentioned this uh as a coach as a as a golf coach with young men and with your current experience with big brothers big sisters um what if you were to kind of summarize where you feel our young people are at and, and what they're, what they're dealing with and what they're struggling with and what they're trying to figure out. What's your sense of that uh, right now? Yeah, I think it's really tough. I do. And uh, that's one of the things that motivated me. Uh, I watch where other men would pour into my sons where the father figures there, but yet there's a new influence when it's somebody not, that's not your dad that's mm-hmm. pouring into him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, just the pressure of um, divisiveness, uh, somebody believing in him. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest thing is, no, I believe in you. You know, And I, that, that goes uh, totally against what a lot of stuff they're hearing these days, I think. And so that's been, that's been really good. Yeah, I, I think we often think of young people as being these like um, uh, overly confident people like you know yeah they're not they're not they're not right they're not (laughs) and and there's a i know they as a young person they can feel like man i gotta i gotta try to give a perception of like being okay and 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 whatever but i think the more conversations we have and to your point john i think the more conversations that we have and the more available we make ourselves Mm -hmm. to come up alongside of a young person you begin to realize pretty quickly and and i and i say this as someone you know 17 years in youth ministry like our young people are are feels like they're more alone than they mm-hmm. ever have been. They're super connected. They could be super connected in so many ways, but really, the sense of loneliness is is a real is a real thing. Yeah. And and I think it's for our generation and older, it's hard to see. It's like, well, they've got friends around them all the time, or they're always busy doing this thing, and yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what you think. I, I, it just seems that that's still not meeting a need that that they have ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think they are so connected, but yet it can it almost I, lack a better term a real connection mm-hmm. doesn't happen. And um, realizing that you know if you make a bad step, it's okay. Yeah, you know, to reach out <laughs> yeah. because you know it does happen. <laughs> yes. Years and whatever, uh, yeah, whatever age they're at, whether it's high school or or still middle school or elementary, yeah, yeah. Going back to your point, I definitely think that you know you'd mentioned that even 
kids that have father figures involved in their life, they need another man to step in. That's something I've yeah. always said, you know, for my boys, uh, you know, I, I was in the youth group, but I, I hated, I was leading the youth group, but I hated being their small group leader because I wanted some other, other male figure to pour in into them. And I think that's, that's critical because as their dad, they don't necessarily want to listen to us or they think, oh, they're just my dad. But when another man can step in and say, teach them, they, they're more likely to listen, I think. What a, when you think about um, kind of reflecting on your own, like parenting two, parenting two boys, which, you know, parenting boys is like a, it's a, it's a, it's a unique, it, it's a unique thing. Uh, I, I was parenting three and then I had a little girl and I'm like, I'm <laughs> threw just, you off your game. It's just like really threw me off my game. But I, I just recognize like as you as you think about your own parenting and you think about the kind of the journey of that and what what you wanted to instill in your sons um how much what would you say the crossover is between kind of the the parenting that you did for your sons your biological sons and now as a big brother what's the crossover like the things that you really hope that your your little brother gets from this that what are the things and maybe there's some things that are like I'd be interested how much, how much of it is you like having the conversation, direct conversations with him versus modeling some things and showing some things. And, and how does that, what does that look like? If you're kind of thinking what the overlap between the two is, I think the biggest thing, you know, uh, I'm a lot older, so I like Mm -hmm. to think I have gained wisdom. So, uh, it is different, but, uh, there's some things that interchange there and, uh, to have those conversations of, when you have made some missteps mm. in school and we, we have some really good conversations and not that that happens often, but it has happened. So, uh, open about it. But the goal is, you know, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, God's going to provide and, uh, the sky's the limit. And just to believe it, it's, I think, uh, all the negativity out there is what I'm an optimistic type of person. And, uh, really just to try and speak life into those young men or uh individuals is is, it's huge yeah and um not to listen to that junk out there yeah yeah because there's there's just a lot of yeah a lot of like you said just a lot of messaging um that really speaks against again just like personal value like of the value of the person mm-hmm. and 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 especially i think from us as believers it's like who god sees you as you know that Amen. that being the the most important yeah. the most important thing uh losing sight of that obviously is uh can be a real detriment to a person um so as you because so, you sort of mentioned this are, are you because I, I and i'm just curious about how this kind of this whole system works if your little brother is struggling, like struggling in school, for instance, are you apart from your conversation with a little brother, are you made aware of any of that? Or is there anybody that like, if there's a specific area of care that's, that's needed, how do you, is there a way for you to find that out? Or is it really just based on what you get from your little brother? Uh, I have a great communication with his mother. 
which doesn't always happen in the mm, program. And they gotcha. set you up for a lot of, but he's got a really great mom. So awesome. uh, we have a communicate, very open communication there. The program will check in with you periodically just to see how things are going, if there's anything there, but no, definitely not connection with the school. I would, I wouldn't, right. that's not anything right. that they're going to do, but uh, it's through his mother more than anything. And she's been great. She's a, she's a good mom. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, do you feel like, um, when you are having having important conversations with your with your little brother what's what's i'm just curious like what the relationship dynamic is in those in those conversations is it is it do you feel like it's an accurate representation to say big brother little brother kind of conversation or do you feel like it's sometimes more like parent child conversation or if you know authority uh what what is your general sense and then also what's your desire um in the midst of those because it's good conversations and it's tough ones too i would i would imagine that's uh i never really thought about that but as you mentioned that i like to think it is more big brother Mm -hmm. little brother and i i like that yeah (laughs) yeah i really do and uh we have he always uh there's a lot of respect there and it goes both ways because you obviously can't earn respect. So, um, or you only earn respect, right? right. <clears throat> but, um, it, it goes both ways as you, um, interact and he listens well, very, very well mannered. And, um, yeah, I don't know, kind of rambled there. I know. No. Well, it, then I, I think it's just a good observation to say, you know, even because I know sometimes as a parent, like if you're having a parenting conversation, right. a hard mm-hmm. conversation, I have to check myself. And so I like, I like the, I think there is a time and a place to be the parent, to have yeah. the parenting yeah. conversation, to say, you will do this and you will not do, <laughs> yeah. and you will not do this. Um, but there's also, yeah. there is also place. I mean, the yeah. dynamic of big brother, little brother, where, where, listen, I don't have any, um, my, my personal ego is not at stake here. What I'm sharing mm-hmm. with you is simply from a, a place of, of, of care and not trying to make me look good or mm-hmm. not. Cause, cause quite honestly, I mean, the vast majority of the interactions that you have with your little brother, I mean, people don't know, like no. people don't know about yeah. it. Right. That's all right. That's and great. That's, <laughs> and that's great. Right. Yes. Like the it's, uh, your your goal will not be at the end of this to uh, hold your little brother up and say, "See what I see what I have done for this child." Um, which which again, uh, kingdom of God work is mostly in secret. It is mm-hmm. mostly yeah. it is mostly undercover. It is mostly uh, in the work of mustard seeds and tilling soil. Yeah, and, absolutely, and those sort of things. Um, but I'm just I'm interested in the dynamic of for even us as parents talking talking to kids. When can we sometimes bring the perspective of it's not about me inserting my authority here? As it's much, more of a relationship, right. like a friend, uh, not not a friendship, but right. We're a, more of a peer, right? Right, and and sometimes, and I know some people push hard against that, like no, I'm the parent, I'm the whatever. Well, you know. If you being if you exercising authority all the time in your relationship is like one of the key the key means by which mm-hmm. you're communicating and this is I should That's, say this is probably yeah. true in many of our communication mm-hmm. whether it be in business or mm-hmm. or whatever the case is if you exercising your authority in a conversation regularly is one of the key points that keeps on coming up you 
you just might need to to check yourself mm-hmm. right you might need to take you might need to take stock and inventory of what what's my ultimate goal you know what's what's my so i just, i love this structure because i think it it kind of sets you up to succeed at least in that area of mm-hmm. communication of of saying yes i am the older you are the younger um so there's a there's kind of a a power relationship there there's the, you know cuz usually that's how we think of the older person and the younger person mm-hmm. and yet um and yet i would also say in these conversations john i can't help but wonder if you have learned a few things from your little brother um and and that's what i think is interesting when you're when you're thinking about those things and reflecting on that kind of stuff where when when power is not at play when just a sheer authority is not in play but rather a mutual relationship like how that really you can be kind of reverse mentored a little bit and that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. i just wonder if the, if that kind of resonates with you or if that's something that you've you've maybe experienced or thought about i can't really you brought that question with i and i couldn't think of anything off the top of my head that would have been like a disappointment mm-hmm. so i i i'm certainly learned there's yeah. no doubt but i i can't think of what that would be off the top of my head more than anything just blessed by the yeah. by the friendship and it just to see the appreciation and getting excited whether i show up at a game or something yep. like that yep. but uh it's a big time commitment you know but uh you don't do it for that i mean no. you just do it trying to make a difference right. and uh so it's not it doesn't feel like you're obligated to do it uh because it, it's the same philosophy you get you get rewarded even though you're out doing right. something and it's you know good. that reverse psychology that i don't understand <laughs> sure <laughs> <That's good. laughs> so you said that your little brother was seven right when you you started and that was four years ago when he ages out is this something that you would do again and that's you, you probably have a long long time for that but is this something that you would do again I would definitely recommend it. I will be quite a bit older. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> whether, you know, if we go skiing and uh, whether it's sledding or whatever, you know, I, I would be quite a bit older. Sure. Than I, but um, highly recommended. Will I do it again? I can't answer that. Yeah, sure. I can't answer that. Yeah. Well, John, I think, uh, you know, this just gives us one avenue, a way to think about, number one, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, excellent program something for our listeners to consider if they're uh, in this season of life where they're ready to i mean do you have a sense uh, what's the age demographic of of a lot of the big brothers because i can see empty nests but i can also see probably like younger younger big brothers as well kind of in the the mix is there does there tend to be a kind of a, a pattern there as far as who's mostly engaging in this program uh I wouldn't, I really wouldn't call it a pattern. It okay. really is very diverse, which is, which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's a um, national program. So yep. it's out there. Do you, do you big brothers ever get together and have a, uh, a, a big brother ceremony? I don't even know what that, I don't know what that looks like, but we, we do have events. Uh, yeah. Where we're, littles would come and then there's some uh, fundraiser events you cool. go to. There was um, big brothers, big sisters uh, that's coming up soon. They'll announce the big brother of the year and, uh, so forth but that's a, that's another big event coming up awesome awesome what do we andy what i want to know is, is how we get john nominated for big brother of the year is that like a petition <laughs> we didn't figure uh, that out thing do we have to we see he's got an advantage now that he's come on a, a forum <laughs> like this we can just we can just share uh, get your votes in now 
but was actually nominated last year. So, well, okay. <laughs> See, all right. It's he's due. Sorry. He's due. Um, uh, yeah, John. I think we can just say we're just so grateful yeah. for the investment that you're making, and that's and we just hope it's an example to others, just to know uh, this is in a world that is busy and got every kind of different yeah. thing that you can do. Whatever the best investment of your time is to invest in somebody yeah, else. Um, I I think yeah. you can't you can't beat yeah. it. And and I will it's, say, John John look John has not aged in the last, in the last <laughs> four years. It's keeping him young. I think it's keeping him there young. There we go. Like so that. so yeah. there's uh there's there's that too. You get that added benefit. That's awesome. Well, we want to thank you for being on our show here. We appreciate this is kind of a glimpse into what a, is a big brother and what do you guys do. So before we let you go, though, we have a couple things to do. Joel, we have a sponsor, a new sponsor yes, on the show. Yes, we do. Oh, my so gosh. We want to, We're big time this, now. <laughs> this episode is actually brought to you by Concrete Barber, one of our favorite barbers, actually our favorite barber overall total. Official ever, barber. Ever. He is the official barber. Of the Dudes and Dads podcast. Uh, and he has some great hair care products. I've never really thought thought about doing hair care until I was in there last time and I'm serious my son's bought some pomade and like mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> I can't I can't argue so I would encourage you to check out concretebarber.com and his social medias because you will see all of the cool hairstyles he can do and the products and quite honestly DJ's got a really good uh, his social media presence super encouraging does all kinds of funny things you can follow along he recently did a trip out west he it did. Was, was pretty good too I was so impressed with that. Uh, DJ we love you we thank you for the support and we want to send that love back because more people need to get themselves a real barber for real come on now okay all right so Andy here we go now it's time for dudes and dads pop quiz. Thank you, Aaron. Okay, so we've uh, we've shuffled the cards. We've seen Andy and I love this part now because now it's truly random. We never know what question we're going to ask. Uh, so Andy, I'm going to have you take. I get the first one. You get the first one. All right, to well, ask John. Well, this is good. Uh, what are you currently curious about? Oh, good one. What I'm going to eat for dinner. <laughs> Which is maybe his, only his, an hour and a half away. His wife is right outside the studio, so we'll hopefully get that fixed. All right, next question. When you were your... Oh, oh my gosh, this one's... Deep. When were your parents most disappointed in you? Oh, that, oh, cuts, wow, that, cuts, wow. that cuts back. He's going to wow. have to... He's like, I've never shared this before, but... <laughs> Blank. No, uh, many times, many times. <laughs> is there, is, I'm trying to think of a big one. Like I'm you sure stole the car or something like that? Or maybe you're just like a really good kid. Wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, you get to ask the next. You get to ask All right, so question. which band or artist, dead or alive, would you have play at your funeral? Oh. oh. Dead or alive. I love all kinds of music, so... Uh, I Bethel worship music. Oh, oh that's a good okay. one. Yep. Boy, if that would be that, that'd be a funeral. That'd be a funeral jam. Everybody's like, man, we're sorry. We're sorry. No, John died, cool. but like, we're going to, we're going to get our worship on. I that's, like that. That's I like fan, that. That's fantastic. Uh, John, what would be your best day ever? If you could just name your best day, what would that, what would that look like? I'd probably be on a lake and it'd be very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> This is a weird one. It's my last one, but it's a weird one. What is your favorite body part about yourself? (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Told you we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. It has to be my hair. Attaboy. Attaboy. (laughs) 
He's on video. If you, for those of you that are watching the video, you'll understand why that's funny. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay. It's a terrible question I'm not asking. Wait, wait. Answer. You got to you got to skip I know, questions one, and I get the, to no, answer no, the one. No, because it was not a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a question. Uh, I'll tell you what. Oh, well, it, uh, I'll tell you what it was off air. It okay. was a question that I didn't want. I just didn't want to. Right. I didn't want to ask John. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Uh, oh my gosh, this is even. If you could change anything about yourself, what would it be? I could run faster. Oh, That's a great I, one. I hear that. I hear that. Well, hey, Slow. John, you have con- <laughs> congratulations. You've successfully completed the dudes and dads pop quiz and and hopefully are not regretting being on the show now. So that's so good. Good, good. Well, hey, everybody, we thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Absolutely. So glad to be with you. Uh, make sure you check out all the social media dudes and dads podcast uh, dot com dot dot com and we love your feedback so call our voicemail number which is five seven four two one three eighty seven zero two dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com if you've got recommendations for future shows harsh criticisms or you just want to say hello feel free to shoot us a line until next time uh, grace <laughs> and peace